Hi, and welcome to the Raven New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. It's controlled by God, and at the name of our Lord and Savior, the devil has to flee. That's what I got out of it this morning. He made those, uh, made that, uh, all those demons come out of that uh, poor old uh, fellow that had been, um, said he didn't even wear any clothes. Said he hadn't worn clothes. Said they, they had chains, big chains hooked to him. Had, him. had him locked up. And he would break chains and didn't wear any clothes. And he was just possessed by many, many demons. You know, we fight principalities now, nowadays. You may have uh, something that, that's... Uh, that's your thorn in the flesh or something that you just, the Lord, uh, I mean, he, he has to help you put it away. But he said this fellow had many demons, many demons. But whenever he heard the name of the Lord, they had to get out of that gentleman, right? Well, thank you all again for coming. Uh, I want to come to you tonight for any prayer requests that you have tonight. Uh, if you'd like to make them known right now. Right, Jimmy? We gonna remember you, brother. Remember old Cadillac. <laughs> Any other, Sister Betty? Andrea, many, yes. All the ones that can't be with us tonight, uh, you're with us in in heart and soul for 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 sure. Any others tonight? Uh, brother Terry, Sister Fern, remember those. Pray for. Uh, Final healing on your leg too, brother. How about that? Oh yeah. I know. You you looking good. You're looking good on that thing. Sister Brenda, Gladys, all those ones that are not here tonight. Any other prayer requests? Healthcare workers, first responders, nursing home uh, workers. Um, all the families that have been affected by this disease, uh, virus, whatever you want to call it, plague is what it really is, right? It's what our word says. We Plagues and famines and pestilences in these last days, that's what the word said, right? So we should, we should be looking unto the hills. That's where our help comes from, right? Come from the hills. Uh, any other prayer requests tonight? Well, if no others, uh, unspoken requests by the raising of your hands. I tell you what, let's stand up and get a hold to God. Invite him into this service because we need him now more than ever. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord God. We're believing upon your name, Lord. Lord, we're inviting you into this service right now, Lord God. I ask that you just let us feel your presence, Lord. Let us feel your spirit right now, Lord God. Lord, we're believing upon your name. We're fully trusting in you, Lord. Lord, we got our trust in you. We're sold out in you right now, Lord God. For all these prayer requests, Lord, I ask you to go to each and every one. Work each and every situation out, Lord, in thy own perfect way, Lord. We ask you to give the increase right now, Lord Jesus, God. And we'll be so very careful to give you the praise and honor and glory, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you and we praise you for where you brought us from, for bringing us through this virus, Lord, for this, for this pestilence, Lord. We ask that you just take us now on out, Lord. We're believing upon your name. We thank you and we praise your holy name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord.
Well, amen. I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and uh, roll right into the service. We're going to have some good old gospel singing. We're starting out with Sister Betty. Come on up, Sister Betty. Y'all worship with Sister Betty as she sings Just a Little Talk with Jesus. One of the old favorites. Redback Hymnal, page 92. You don't have a reason not to sing along. Once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It made my heart in love, and He wrote my name above. And just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell Him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry. He will. We'll find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Sometimes my past seems drear without a worry of cheer. And then a cloud of doubt may hide the light of day. The mist of sin may rise in high starry sky. But just a little talk with Jesus clears the way. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. Now when you feel a little prayer return, then you'll know a little fire is a burn. You will find a little talk. Jesus makes it right. I may have doubts and fears. My eyes be filled with tears. But Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to him and pray. Just a little talk, Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. Now when you feel a little prayer return, then you'll know a little fire is a burn. You will find a little talk, Jesus makes it right. All right, all right. Everybody knows that just a little talk with Jesus, it don't take a long, drawn-out conversation. It don't take a shouting match with our Lord and Savior. He said just a simple, soft-spoken word unto our Savior is all it takes in order to touch the very throne of heaven. 
That's powerful, isn't it? That's very powerful. You know, before before Jesus fulfilled the covenant that we're under right now, you had to go to the high priest. I mentioned this many times. You know, I, I it really it really just troubles me knowing how difficult that really was. I mean, you would think, you know, you can't really get people uh, dedicated now just to come to church, and and sometimes more or less to even pray. Now, if you had to depend upon the high priest to put forth your sacrifice for you. Um, I, 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 I chance to say that a, a lot of prayers would go unheard and unsaid, right? But I tell you what, thank the Lord for, for His saving grace. Thank the Lord for going to the cross for us, for, for uh, dying for our sins. And, gave, and He gave us the right. He gave us that, that direct line to heaven. So just a small voice, just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Worship with Brother Rick tonight as he sings One More Valley. When I'm tossed on life's sea And the waves cover me And the dark clouds won't let the sun shine through Then a voice seems to say Child, there'll be a brighter day Don't allow the storm to hide sweet heaven's view Cause you've got one more valley one more view One more trial one more tear One more curve in life's road Maybe one more mile to go Then you can lay down your heavy load When you get home Don't let Satan See your tears Learn to smile through your fears Hold your head up high And give the world a smile Must be faithful all the way Twill be worth it all someday for it's all going to be over after a while Cause you've got one more valley, one more hill One more trial, one more tear One more curve in life's road Maybe one more mile to go Then you can lay down your heavy load When you get home You can lay down your 
You know, the Lord's with you whether you're down in that valley or whether you're up on the mountain. He's with you all the way. He's right there with you. Um, you may not know it. You may not, you may not physically see his presence. But I tell you what, if you can just stand still just for a minute, you can you can really feel it. You can feel it in your heart whenever he's with you. I I ask you tonight that you reach out to him. In your time of need, in your time of trouble, reach out to our Lord. He's, he's longing for your call. He's longing for your voice. And I know he's standing there on ready. He's just standing there just like a, just like a mother that hovers over her, her, her newborn baby or, her, or her, uh, a little toddler or whatever. You know, he's just waiting right there. He's waiting right there. He's waiting at your beck and call. You know, ain't it something to be loved that much? The Savior of the world loves us that much. I tell you, that's, that's very important. That's powerful, right? He'll be with you through that valley. He'll be with you up on that mountain. He'll be with you. He, he, he even says that he'll, he'll be with you if you choose to make your bed in hell. He'll be, he'll be just one conversation away. Let's don't go that far. How about that? Let's don't go to that point. I tell you what, we can... We can um, change our outcome. If you haven't done so already, if you're listening to us tonight, if you're just now tuning in, I hope, I hope you are. I hope you hear this tonight. I hope you hear this singing. I hope you hear this message tonight. I tell you what, the Lord wants to save us. He wants to deliver. He don't wish anyone to perish. We shouldn't either. You know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't wish not one to perish. Continue to worship with us tonight. My son Jacob's going to uh, sing Let Down Your Net. Uh, favorite. Why don't we stand? I tell you what, this one right here is a little bit exciting. Let's, let's get excited tonight in the Lord. Amen. Why don't you let down your net? Down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you'll just let down your net. Way down in the water, it's pouring out the land rain. Yes, he is. Your soul is so thirsty. You're so bad weary. Your body's weak and tired from the pain. Well, it's time to get up and stand upon the Bible. He's pouring out the land rain. Why don't you let down your neck? Let it down into the water, there's blessing waves you cannot contain. If you'll just let down your net, way down in the water, it's pouring out the land rain. There are some of you, diseased and afflicted, and sickness reigns in your mind. You've let the prophets of doubt. And unbelief convince you that Jesus don't heal the sick and blind. Why don't you let down your name? Down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you'll just let down your land, way down in the water, he's pouring out the land rain. Yes, he 
is here When old Satan comes at you Your weapons on our corner The blessed name of Jesus is your power When he tries to bite your children Just remember what old Paul did And shake that old snake off into the fire Why don't you let down your head down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you'll just let down your net, way down in the water, it's pouring out the ladder rain. Now listen to this. When old Satan comes to you, your weapons on a corner. The blessed name of Jesus is your power. When he tries to fight your children, just remember what old Paul did And shake that old snake off into the fire Why don't you let down your net Down into the water There's a blessing waiting you cannot contain If you'll just let down your net Way down in the water It's pouring out the ladder Yes, it is It's pouring out the ladder well, he's pouring out the ladder. Well, amen. Whenever Jesus was talking to the disciples, you know, they were out on a, They were fishers. You know, they were fishing. They were fishing for fish at the time. He said, why don't you pick your net up? He said, and cast your net on this side. And you know what? The word says that their nets were just over overrun with fish. They were just they had so much that it broke the net. There were so many fish. But you know what else? What else he said? He he made them a better deal than that. He said, "If you'll come with me, I'll make you fishers of men." I tell you that is worth worth shouting right there. He made us all fishers of men. He made you. You may not feel like you're an evangelist. You may not feel like you're a pastor. You may not feel like you're a Sunday school teacher. But we're all, we're all spokesmen for our Lord and Savior. He made us all fishers of men. Y'all continue to worship. My wife and, and her sister Taft is coming forth to sing for us tonight. Always a blessing to hear these two together. Y'all continue to worship, I tell you. Let's all be fishers of men. Let's all let's all worship together. Even you at home right there. I, I hope I hope that you're up you're up shouting right now. I hope that you're up worshiping with us right now as we as we're going through this service tonight. We're gonna be singing, I'm so glad he found me. Aren't you so glad that he found you? Yeah. 
so glad he found me. You know, he reached way below the bottom for me several, several years ago. You know, I turned my back on him a couple times, shame to say, but you know, uh, it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, I've let him down more than once, but you know, he's never let me down, not even once. He's never let me down. He's never forsaken me. He told me that he'd stick it to me closer than a brother, and he did. He really did. He's there whenever I need him. He's there whenever I call upon his name. Y'all continue to worship. We got a 
We got old young gentleman coming up here. He just just ready, jumping, ready to go. Y'all worship with Brother Jimmy as he sings tonight. Pray for that old diabetes he's got too. I tell you, he he calls out his uh, family's name every chance he gets, and I admire him for that. You know, so many times we take for granted things. What page we got? Three seventeen in those red back hymnals. Y'all help him out right here. You know it takes it takes a lot of guts to get up in a in a group of your peers and sing a song. You know it really does. Y'all help him. I've left the old past.
Amen. Thank you, good Lord. Thank you, Lord. God bless you, Jimmy. That was a good one, brother. Very good job. I want to change the order of the service now. I tell you, if you would, let's all stretch our hands this way. Even if you're at home, stretch your hands toward the toward the uh, screen, and uh, let's pray for an anointing. Let's pray for let's pray for a touch on on the preacher's uh, voice tonight. I tell you, he brought forth a good message uh, this morning, and I know he's got a, a a better one tonight. I tell you. We love being fed the Word of God. We we gotta have it in these last days, you know. We gotta have it in these last days. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to touch touch right now, Lord God. Lord, we ask that you'll just just hide behind the cross right now, Lord God. Preach him like a man from another world, Lord. We're believing upon your name right now, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you and we praise your holy name, Lord. Hallelujah. Tony, right now, Lord. Amen. That's all right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to be here tonight and uh, in God's house again. And uh, and uh, just thank God for, amen, what he's done for us and uh, taking care of us and and uh, bringing us back again here tonight. And uh, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad uh, those of you that are listening, amen, as well online, amen. And we just thank God, amen, for each and every one of you. I'm just going to go ahead and dig into this tonight. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Genesis, chapter number 28. The book of Genesis, chapter number 28. Hallelujah. Very familiar story, uh, very familiar scripture, and uh, amen. But uh, I want to pull something out of this tonight, and uh, God just kind of spoke to me as I was studying through it uh, here a week or so ago, and uh, just want to share with you what God laid on my heart. Amen with this tonight. Genesis chapter number 28. It's going to be a little bit of reading tonight. Don't always read this much, but uh, uh, I, want to, I want to read through uh, a good part of this story tonight. So I want to pick up in verse number 10. So Genesis chapter number 28 uh, in verse number 10. Hallelujah. I'll say also as you turn in there and getting ready, uh, as Brother Kevin said this morning, I uh, just want to say uh, what a privilege it is to be in God's house. Uh, to have the freedom to be here tonight to worship God and uh, thank God for all the men and the women who have uh, given the ultimate sacrifice and laid down their lives uh, so that we could have these freedoms. They fought, they, uh, uh, they gave uh, everything that they had to give. As he said this morning, uh, greater love hath no man than this, and a man lay down his life for his friends. And uh, a lot of these people laid down their lives for people they didn't, you know, obviously for people they didn't even know. Uh, so we thank God for what they did, and we thank God for our men and women who served in the military, Brother Rick, uh, being one of them here in our service tonight, and all those that are serving currently, uh, and uh, just ask God's blessing to be upon them, God, as they do the work that uh, they're, they're being called to do. Amen. Genesis chapter number 28, beginning of verse number 10. The Bible says, And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. I'm going to stop there just for a second. Uh, you know the story. So Jacob... Uh, he is, uh, his name literally means deceiver or heel catcher, uh, and uh, he's got a brother named Esau, and th them two hadn't gotten along right, and so uh, Jacob had deceived Esau out of, uh, out of his birthright. He sold it, Esau sold it for a, for a bowl of soup, basically, uh, and uh, a bowl of chili or whatever you want to call it, and, uh, and, uh, and so we also see that during the latter part of Isaac's life, uh, Jacob, with help of his mother, had deceived uh, Isaac into 
uh, giving Jacob the blessing. They deceived him, thinking that it was Esau. Uh, they put the skin on him, all the things, you know, and uh, deceived him. And so when Esau found out about all this, he got very, very angry, uh, and he decided he's going to kill Jacob. He said, as soon as my father uh, is gone, I'm not going to do it when my father's alive. As soon as he's gone, I'm going to kill Jacob. Uh, Jacob's mother's find out, uh, mother finds out about it, and she says, uh, you got to get out of here. And so uh, Jacob begins to leave uh, the area where they are, the promised land, the, the land that God had given them. Uh, and uh, he leaves out from there and goes back to Haran. If you remember, Haran uh, was the place where Abraham stopped. As he left Ur of the Chaldees, uh, and he was traveling toward the promised land, uh, as we talked about earlier uh, last week, whenever it was, we talked about as Abraham left, he didn't really know where he was going. Uh, he stopped in a place called Haran. I believe that's where his father passed away and different things happened. So Jacob is kind of going back toward that direction of where uh, they came out of. And so he's heading back uh, to Haran, to this place. And, and obviously he's going back uh, to where his, his ancestors uh, are settled. He's going to find a wife there, wives there, actually. Uh, we're not going to get all that story tonight, but uh, just understand kind of where he is at this point in his life. Uh, he is running away from his brother. He's running away from his life. He's running away from uh, the things that he has done in his past. And, uh, and uh, God's going to do something. God's going to have an encounter with him in, in, in this section of Scripture here. Pick back up at verse number 11. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest. And will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. Verse 16, I want you to underline this verse in your mind. We're going to come back to it. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. Verse 17, And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob arose, uh, arose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put up for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that thou shalt give me I will surely give the tenth unto thee. I want to talk to you real quick about a simple subject of verse number 16 tonight. Surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I love you. Thank you and praise you, God, for this opportunity, God, to be here tonight. Thank you for, God, your word. Thank you for the worship. God, all the beautiful songs, God, that have gone up, Lord, tonight. We just thank you and praise you, God, for the opportunity to be here. Our freedoms, God, that we have, Lord, to worship you and praise you and glorify and honor you in spirit and in truth. God, I ask you, Lord God, just to anoint us, God, for a few minutes, Lord, tonight, God, to preach, God, what you've laid upon our hearts, and we ask it in the name of Jesus. And somebody shout, Amen. 
Surely the Lord is in this place. That's what Jacob said, right? Amen. He wasn't. Uh, I want to notice a, a couple things uh, uh, here as, uh, as we begin to get into it tonight. Jacob wasn't really expecting an encounter with God, was he? Amen. He was, I mean, he was running from his brother. He was running from the things that he had done uh, in his life and his past. And so uh, he was really just trying to get away from what was going on and what was happening and get out of town. Amen. He wasn't really expecting at that moment, uh, amen, for God to come down and begin to speak to him. Amen. <laughs> In the middle of this, in the middle of this thing that he's going through, the situation that he's in, Amen. The Bible says, Amen. That Amen. He he got into a place there, and as he began to lay down and go to sleep, the Bible says, Amen. God's spirit came upon him, Amen. It was a vision, there was a dream that God, Amen, began began to give him. We're going to get into that a little bit later, Amen. But he says, he shouts out, he says, Surely, Amen. The Lord is in this place, Amen. I, I want you to know tonight, I'm happy, Amen. When I get into the presence of God, Amen. I got some joy when I get in the presence of God. Amen. There's some peace when I get in the presence of God. Amen. When we got a service like we had Wednesday night or this morning or last week or whatever it is and the Spirit of God begins to move, there's something about being in the presence of Almighty God. There's just something about it. I mean, there were some special appearances in the Word of God. I mean, all throughout, I mean, of God's presence. We talked about His breath on Wednesday night. We're going to talk about His presence tonight. Amen. I want to say, amen, just go ahead, Holy Spirit, breathe on me tonight. Amen. Go ahead, breathe again. Amen. I need breath every day, every moment, every service. Amen. Breathe on us, God. There were special appearances of the Lord in the Bible all throughout. Even in the, all the way back to the Garden of Eden, the Bible says that God would come down in the cool of the day and walk with Adam and with Eve there. Amen. It was a special presence of God that was there. There was a special presence of God in the burning bush that Moses saw. Amen. There was a powerful presence there. I mean, the bush was burning, but it wasn't consumed. Amen. It was because it wasn't a natural fire. It was the fire of God. It was the fire of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. It was the Lord. Amen. In that bush, amen, it was burning. And man, and he said, uh, what did he tell Moses? He said, go ahead and take the shoes off of your feet, brother Moses, because the ground on which you're standing is holy ground. It's holy. Not because, uh, amen, of, of anything else except just the presence of God. The presence of God made that place holy. There was a, a, a special presence or appearance of God in the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night that followed the children of Israel, amen, through, amen, their wilderness wanderings, amen. There, was a spe there were special appearances, multiple appearances uh, of the angel of the Lord. Amen. In the Old Testament. Amen. That showed up. Amen. You remember Joshua. Amen. He sees an appearance of, a, of an angel standing there with, with a sword in his hand. He said, are you for our adversaries or for us? He said, I'm neither. I am the Lord. Amen. I'm the, I'm the host. Amen. I'm the captain of the army of the Lord. Amen. And I'm here. Amen. To wage warfare. Amen. He is a God. Amen. That, that, that has wonderful appearances and wonderful presence. Amen. Throughout the word of God. And here we have it again in Jacob's vision. God shows up, amen, and gives him a dream, gives him a vision. And he has, a, has an encounter with God in that place. And I want to tell you this tonight, amen, that the presence of the Lord, the power of the Lord, the breath of God, the, the, the very Shekinah glory of God amen. is just as present yes. today yes. as it was back in Jacob's time. The same presence and power of God that was there on the day of Pentecost. I mean, it's the same power and presence of God that is present today. 
The same spirit, come on somebody, that raised Jesus from the grave. The same Spirit, amen, that said, uh, amen, my son, uh, amen, arise, my love, amen, and get up out of the tomb and out of the grave. That same power and that same Spirit uh, is available, amen, to us today. There is a presence of God, amen, there is a place in Him, uh, amen, there is a, 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 let me see if I can get this right, amen. There is a, uh, a, a place, amen, where God wants us to get with Him. In his presence. So that, not just so we can go out and say that I've, I, had an, I had a presence. I, I got some goosebumps on the back of my neck or I mean, the hair stood up on my arm. But the, that we can say that we've truly had an encounter with God. That God has done something in our lives and changed, amen, our lives. I mean, we have, I mean, we got a gift. I mean, I want to I tell you, back in the Old Testament times, I mean, they, they had the Holy Spirit, but it wasn't quite the same as we have it today. We're actually blessed because God only allowed the Holy Spirit to move and, and uh, to work upon certain people at certain times back in the Old Testament. But today, me and you have something that they didn't have. We have access to the Holy Spirit 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because He lives and He dwells down on the inside of our hearts every single day. Amen. And so there's no excuse for us, Brother Bubba, uh, amen, to, to say, amen, well, I just don't feel the presence of God in my life. Amen. When, there's no place, there's no excuse for us to, us to say, uh, amen, well, I, I just don't really feel like shouting today. Uh, amen. There's really no excuse for us to say, uh, amen, that I don't really uh, think that I really want to have an encounter or, or, or experience the presence of God in my life right now. Uh, amen. We should every day uh, that we wake up, uh, every service that we come in here uh, and say, I want to feel, amen, and experience the presence of God so that I can have an encounter with Him. Praise the Lord. We may not have these special appearances that they had back then, but we have the Holy Spirit inside our lives at all times. And we have the promise that when we gather together in His name, the Lord is in the midst of us. That's, that's a great promise. <laughs> Amen. Every time that we come together in a group like this for worship and for church service, Jesus, His Spirit and His power and His anointing is here with us. He's here with us. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, he said, I'll be there in the midst of you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I got at least I got at least fifteen or sixteen. Amen in here tonight. So we got more than two or three. So if God is who he says he is, and God's not a liar, and he's not, and God's word is true, and it is, then tonight. Right now, Jesus is in the midst of us right now. He's in the midst right now. Amen. If you're sitting at home, amen, we say, well, Brother Tony, I'm sitting at home, I'm by myself. What do I do? Amen. Don't worry about it. Amen. If you got the Holy Spirit down on the inside of your life, uh, amen, you got, if, if you're one, you got four. 
Amen. Jesus said, Amen. We're two or three together together. His name would be in the midst. Well, you got you, and you got the Holy Ghost, and you got the Father, and you got the Son. Amen. You're not alone. Amen. We're there with you as well. Amen. The same Spirit that's in this place is the same Spirit that's where you are as well. Amen. God's presence is real. Amen, and it wants to move in our lives. Uh, amen, he wants to do something. It's not, uh, amen, just so we can say we came to a church service uh, and, that, and that we did our job, we did our duty for this week, uh, amen, to come to church and, and to lift up our name, the name of the Lord and to praise God. Amen, it's more than that. God's wanting to take us. Uh, he's wanting to change us. Uh, he's wanting to prepare us. Uh, he's wanting to do some things in our lives. He's wanting us to have an encounter with him. Amen. And I can say, amen, just every church service that I come in here, I can say this, Brother Bubba. I can say it Wednesday night. I can say it this morning. I can say it tonight already. Surely the Lord is in this place. Surely the Lord is in this place. Amen. And He's here. He's present. Amen. To heal, to deliver, to set free. Amen. To save. Amen. Whatever we have need of, He's here to do it tonight. Sometimes, amen, if I'm not careful, I get a little bit like Brother Jacob. He said, uh, surely the Lord is in this place, but I knew it not. <laughs> I think sometimes, amen, the Spirit of the Lord is present in this place. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord is present in this place. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord is present in your job. The Spirit of the Lord is present in your car. The Spirit of the Lord is present. Uh, amen, whatever you're facing and going through, and sometimes we just don't recognize it, don't know it. Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. Amen. Surely God was working in my life, uh, amen, in that situation, and I, and I didn't even know it. Surely God was trying to do something in my life. He was trying to bring me to a place in Him, amen, where I could, amen, have a, a fellowship and a relationship like I've never had with Him before, but I didn't even know it. I didn't even recognize what God was trying to do. I couldn't even acknowledge it. Amen. I don't want to be like, brother, amen, brother Jacob here in the... In the Amen. Genesis chapter number 28. Uh, amen. I want to I know, amen, when God, uh, amen, is working in my life. Let me ask you a few questions tonight. Uh, is the presence of the Lord real in your life? Come on. Can you say, surely the presence of the Lord is in my life? Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Surely the presence of the Lord is in my life. Can you see the Lord at work in your life? Can you feel His presence? You say, well, ain't, hold up a minute now, because it ain't, it ain't all about feeling, Brother Tony. I know it ain't all about feeling. Amen. But there ain't nothing wrong with feeling either, is it? Amen. It said, amen, there was all kind of, amen, senses, hearing, sight, smell, taste, all these things, amen, throughout the Word of God. Amen. Well, they knew the presence of God was real. In fact, we talked about it Wednesday night. He said, and suddenly there came a what? A sound from heaven. They heard something. Amen. They, they, it, it let them know that there's something else that's going on. Amen. In the spiritual realm and taking place in their life. Can you feel the presence of God in your life? That's a question you have to answer. Can you hear his voice when he speaks to you? Amen. The word of God says, can you taste and see that the Lord, he is good. Amen. All the time. Amen. I want to be in a place where I do not miss one single encounter with God. 
I don't want to miss those moments, amen, where his presence is real, where, amen, he shows up, amen, in the middle, amen, of whatever I'm going through, whatever I'm facing, amen, and, and, and wants to deliver me, wants to heal me, wants to strengthen me, wants to help me in whatever it is that I'm going through. I don't want to miss those moments, Brother Bo. Jacob had an encounter with the Lord. As we said earlier, I want you to notice that Jacob... Amen. Was not expecting this. The Lord showed up when Jacob was probably least expecting the God, amen, the Lord to show up in his life. I want you to notice also that the Lord waited until Jacob was still. Amen. Jacob lay down to go to sleep, piled him up some rocks for a pillow. Amen. Lay down to go to sleep. Amen. But in this moment where Jacob is still, in this moment where Jacob wasn't expecting it, amen, the Lord began to reveal some things through this encounter. Amen, that, that, that Jesus, that the Lord, I believe, has, amen, with Jacob here. And I want to I give you a picture of what this is, amen. The, I believe, first of all, that the Lord revealed to Jacob who he is. You say, well, Jacob should have already known who the Lord is. Well, I think, he, I think he knew the Lord. I don't know that he had the relationship with the Lord that he should have had at this time in his life. Amen. He is running away. He's obviously done some things that are not right. His, his lifestyle, his choices in his life haven't been the best. He's made some bad decisions uh, in his life, and he's running away now from his family and, uh, and uh, doesn't know when he's going to come back or if he's going to be able to come back. And uh, if Brother Esau would ever accept him back again. And even after, what, it was 20 years that he spent uh, with Laban working for him, and he gets his wives, he goes back. Even after 20 years, I mean, he's still afraid when he goes back that his brother Esau is going to kill him. And so uh, there's all these things that are going on in Jacob's life, but God begins to reveal to him in this moment who he is. And I want you to go back. I want us to look at this just for a minute. The Bible says, amen, that uh, uh, if you back up uh, to verse number 12, he said, He dreamed a dream. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Jacob sees a picture of a ladder connecting heaven and earth. And he says there's angels that are ascending and descending on this ladder. What is this a picture of? Well, I, I think this is a picture of God. I think this is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I know that I, we take it from First John, I'm sorry, the book of John, the gospel of John, chapter number one, verse number 51. John 1, 51, Jesus is speaking and he says unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Yes. Now, the Jewish reader, the Jewish listeners, those that were there at that time would have known exactly what Jesus was saying here. He is saying that same ladder that connected heaven and earth, amen, that Jacob saw in that dream is the same person that I am. I am, amen, the bridge. I am the ladder. I am the connection between heaven, amen, and earth, amen. I am the one, amen, the only way, the only truth, the only life, the only way to get to heaven, amen, the only way that you can get to the Father, amen, is through 
me. And I believe God's beginning to reveal to Jacob here, I mean, exactly who he is. And he begins to reveal to him, I mean, his plans and his promises and his purposes, I mean, for his life. He says, look, uh, the same promise that I gave to grandpa, amen, Abraham, and the same promise that I gave to your father Isaac uh, is the same promise that I'm going to give to you. Uh, my promises are yes and amen. I've got a plan and a purpose for your life. I've got something for you to do, amen, and I'm going to reveal it to you, amen, and I'm going to work through you and accomplish this. Now, Jacob's got to be saying, well, hold up just a minute, Lord. Amen. I'm running. Amen. My brother wants to kill me. My dad's dying. I'm running away from home. I don't know whether I'll ever get back or not. Amen. It seems like I've made a bunch of bad choices and decisions in my life. And, and God, what, what are you saying here? I mean, well, how could you work through me? How could you do this in me? You see, God's not looking for perfect people. God's looking for people who are, amen, willing to be obedient, to be dedicated, amen, to surrender their lives, amen, to Him. He's not looking for perfection. He's looking for direction. Are we going in the right direction? Are we going in the plan and the path that God has for life? Are we going after God with everything that we have? Are you going to make mistakes? We're going to make mistakes. We're going to falter. We're going to fail. Amen. But the, the key is this, amen, that we keep our faith and trust in God. We keep moving forward. We repent of that. We turn away from it, amen, and we continue to walk with the Lord, amen, and He will accomplish His plan and His purposes in our lives. Jacob had an encounter with the Lord, and I believe with all of my heart, Amen. That God, the Lord, wants to have an encounter with each and every one of us. He wants to have an encounter with each and every one of us. Every single day of our lives. Every church service. Every time we kneel in prayer. Every time we open our Bible. Every time we seek the Lord's face. Amen. God is wanting to reveal Himself to us. He's wanting to reveal His plan and His purpose for our lives. He wants to reveal His promises, amen, to us. Amen. He wants to have, I believe, a fresh encounter with us every single day of our lives. Amen. Something that changes. You can see what happened in Jacob's life. It, it took a while, didn't it? It wasn't overnight. Amen. But Jacob said, you know what? I recognize that the Lord is in this place. That He's present that he has power, that he has a plan and a purpose. He's revealed that to me. Amen. It took 20 years, amen, to get Jacob where he needed to be at with the Lord. Amen. And when he returns back, amen, you know the story. Jacob has another powerful encounter with the Lord on his way back home. After 20 years, he worked seven years for one wife, seven years for another wife, and six years, amen, for the cattle and the livestock and everything that he took with him. And as he's going back, he takes... Amen. All this back, and he, and he gets word that his brother Esau is going to come to him, and, and man, he's getting prepared for that, so he's getting everything lined up. He's sending a gift ahead, amen, to all that. But in this moment, amen, Jacob finds himself in the midst of all this congregation of people. There's a great group of people now that's going back with him his wives, his children. But once again, Jacob finds himself alone with God just like he did on the way to Haran. Now on the way back home, he finds himself alone with God, separated from the family and from everything else that's going on, all the noise, all the distractions that are going on. And the Bible says, I mean, in that place, I mean, there was an angel. He thought it was a man. 
there was an angel that came down and began to wrestle with him. As we said, there's the many appearances of the angel of the Lord, and I believe this is one of those appearances of the angel of the Lord. This wasn't just any angel. This was the angel of the Lord. I believe it was none other than Jesus Christ himself, the Lord. Because the Bible says that Jacob began to wrestle with this, what he thought was a man to begin with. Amen. Then he thought it was an angel. But then somewhere along the line, amen, after, amen, all night he's wrestling with this, with this individual, amen, and he, he just will not give up, right? He says, God, in one place he says, Lord, amen, uh, I will not let go until you bless me. And the angel of the Lord says, so you've got to let go, the day is about to break. And the Bible says that, I mean, the angel of the Lord reached down and touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh, and it went out of joint. And in that moment, I mean, God began to do something in Jacob's life. Somebody mentioned it the other night. Maybe Brother Kevin. Amen. Sometimes God gives us a thorn in the flesh. Sometimes, amen, God will touch the hollow of our thigh. Amen. And he'll begin to do some things and change some things in our life. He had an encounter with God on the way back to Iran. And it was something that he would never forget. See, he remembered back. He said, you know what? I mean, when he, when he saw this, he says, surely, as he sees the ladder stretched toward heaven on the way, he says, I mean, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. He builds, amen, an altar there to the Lord. And he calls it Bethel. Bethel means the house of God, the house of the Lord. I mean, surely this is the gate of heaven. You see, what Jacob didn't realize... Maybe what he hadn't quite understood quite yet. Uh, I mean, yes, what God was in that place, but God is everywhere. Amen. I mean, he was the same God with him. Uh, I mean, that was in Bethel. Uh, I mean, he was in Haran. Uh, I mean, he was in Beersheba. Uh, I mean, he was wherever uh, Jacob was. Uh, if he would have just known it and recognized, Amen. surely the Lord is in this place. As he's there, he, he touched the hollow of his son. The Bible says after that encounter, the rest of his life, Jacob walked with a limp. In fact, the Israelites wouldn't eat that portion of the animal. Amen. Because of that, amen, where God touched him there on the hollow of the thigh. Amen. They wouldn't do it anymore. Amen. But Jacob, every single day for the rest of his life, there was a constant reminder that he had been in the presence of God. That he had had an encounter with God. That God wanted to change some things in his life. That God wanted to bring him out of where he was. Amen. He had a greater purpose and a plan for his life. Amen. Paul said, Amen. I got a thorn in the flesh. Amen. I got something there and I, I entreated the Lord. Amen. Three times. God, get rid of this thing. God said, Nope. Not going to do it. Not going to get rid of it. Paul finally said, You know what? Amen. I guess I'm starting to understand here. Jesus said, my strength is found perfect in your weakness. Amen. He said, I will not remove this thorn out of the flesh. Sometimes God puts thorns in the flesh. Sometimes those are the encounter moments that we have with God. Amen. That are pushing us toward, amen, a higher calling in Him, a closer relationship with Him, where He wants us to be at, amen, with Him. Amen. I began to think about this tonight. I began to think about my own life and my own heart. And, amen. Just how, amen. Sometimes, amen, if I'm not careful, amen, I can miss the very presence of God 
Amen. That is real, that is present in my life. Amen. Surely the Lord is in this thing, and I didn't even know it. I didn't even recognize it. Amen. And if I'm not careful, I can, amen, I can miss those, miss those moments, those encounter moments with God where he's wanting to do something in my life. And I, I just sit back and I wonder sometimes, Brother Bubba, amen, how many good things, how many gifts, how many moments that I miss with the Lord that I'll never get back. How many times has God tried to get something across to me or try to do something in my life and I just refused to see him working in my life and what he was trying to do and I just totally was oblivious to his presence and what he was trying to do. I wonder, you know, sometimes does, does God, God just say, well, you know, if you're not going to recognize my presence, if you're not going to Amen. Follow me. If you're not going to look for me there, I'll just, maybe I'll give that to someone else. How many blessings have I missed? Because I refused to recognize what God was trying to do in his presence in my life. Amen. As Jacob, I mean, is there in that moment. Amen. It's a powerful encounter with God. God sometimes will send, he'll send dreams. He'll send visions. He'll send, uh, he'll send powerful moments, amen, to remind us. Amen, to wake us up sometimes, amen, but God doesn't always do that. He doesn't always do that. Amen, Jacob had, an, a, powerful, had a powerful encounter with God. Amen, he wasn't looking for it, he wasn't expecting it. Amen, but God just showed up one day and he said, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place and I didn't even know it. Amen. See, God was wanting to do something in his life and he didn't see it. Amen. How many of us today, amen, will be honest with ourselves and say, amen, you know and you recognize. See, I, I, I can't tell you. But you know, down inside of your heart, that God is wanting to do something. He's wanting to do something more in your life. Amen. But either you refuse to see it, or maybe you don't want to see it. Maybe you're running from an encounter with God. Maybe you're running from the presence of the Lord. Maybe you're running from what God would want to do in your life. Amen. I'm just here to tell you tonight, just very simply, I'm going to close here in just a couple minutes. Amen. If you will be willing to surrender it all to God, your heart, your mind, your soul, your body, your strength, everything that you are, amen, God has got a plan and God has got a purpose for your life. He's got a promise. He's got a path that's laid out for you. And he's saying, if you'll just be obedient to my presence, sense my presence, seek me, amen. obey me, follow me, right. amen, do what I've called you to do, amen, Jesus is saying, amen, that you can, amen, have that kind of encounter, have that kind of presence of the Lord, amen, in your life. I want to tell you, every time that I walk into this church, I want to feel the presence of God. Every time somebody gets up here to sing, I want to feel the presence of God. And I know, I'd already said it, and there's, there's people, you're going to be out there listening to this saying, you keep talking about that feeling thing. It ain't about feeling. It's, a, it's, about, uh, it's about a relationship with God. It's about just uh, surrendering to Him. Let me tell you something. 
When I stop feeling the presence of God, amen. When I get to the point where I can't feel, amen, that spirit, that presence down inside of my heart and life, amen. You will find Brother Tony right here at this altar. And you won't be able to drag me away from it until I feel the presence of God again. Amen. There's something about the presence of Almighty God. I mean, it gives us that peace. It gives us that assurance. It gives us that help. I mean, it gives us that strength. I mean, when I'm going through something, I'm, I'm facing something. I, Mom texted me today and, and, uh, and uh, um, after church this morning and uh, talking about some things. And, uh, and uh, y'all, y'all continue to pray for her. She's going through a lot with Granny right now. And... Uh, uh, facing a lot of stuff there and need some help and strength as well. Amen. But I mean, I, again, so, you know, sometimes, I mean, uh, I don't know if people, I don't know, I know y'all don't feel this way necessarily, but there's some out there that probably do that. I mean, that uh, Brother Bubba's the pastor. Uh, I mean, so surely he don't go through anything on facing it. He don't, he don't get discouraged. Look at him. We got a smile on his face. He don't ever get discouraged. Amen. He don't ever get down. He don't ever get a little bit weak. He don't ever get in those moments where he says, you know, I, I want to feel the presence of God again. I need that strength. Oh, come on now. Amen. He does. I mean, he'll, tell you, he'll be the first to tell you. He does. And, and, uh, and I do as well. And I, I'm going to tell you what. I told mom, I said, you know what, I've, I'm, I've just been going through some stuff and facing some, through, you know, facing some stuff in my own life and in my, uh, my own head and, you know, the, the devil jumping up on the shoulder on one side, off, I'm knocking him off one side, jumping on the other and uh, going through all this stuff. And I was like, man, I just, there was something about, I, I just needed a fresh touch of the Lord. I just needed to feel his presence. I just needed to, amen, to have an experience and an encounter with God. Amen. And it was, it was in that moment. And I, and I began to think about, after I texted her, just, I began to think back, Brother Bubba, just how many times, amen, that God has done that in my life. When it seemed like I was at rock bottom, you know, when it seemed like there was no further down that I could go, that I was just so spiritually weak and tired that I couldn't put one foot in front of the other, amen, that God just sent a, a supernatural, amen, encounter from Him, amen, from heaven, amen, it opened up the windows of heaven, amen, you started singing or whoever it was, or Brother Bubba started preaching, amen, Jacob, amen, started speaking in tongues or whatever the case was, amen, there was just something down the inside of me, amen, that just, it began to well up, there was some strength, there was some peace, there was some help in my life. Uh, amen. They begin to come through that encounter with God. How many times God does that? How many times God, amen, has lifted me up when I needed him? <laughs> amen. Right when I was at rock bottom, Brother Bubba, and I couldn't go any further. <laughs> amen. He was right there to reach down way below the bottom. <laughs> amen. And lift me up. Amen. And pull me up. Amen. And strengthen me and bless me. And I thank God for that. Uh, amen. I'm here to tell us tonight, every single time that we walk into this church service, uh, every single time that Brother Bubba gets up behind this pulpit and preaches, uh, amen, every, every time that you guys get up there and play music and sing uh, and begin to worship, uh, amen, make up in your mind, uh, amen, make up in your heart, uh, amen, decide, uh, amen, I'm not going to worry about how tired I am. I'm not going to worry about how discouraged I am. I'm not going to worry about what I'm going through or what I'm facing. Amen, just say, Spirit of God, breathe on. Time. I said we can't. You know, some people say we can't shout every service. I don't know if you heard that on YouTube. I did <laughs> Baloney, right? Baloney. Blognos. We could baloney. Hey man, there's nothing in that. There is nothing right here. If you find it, you tell me. There's nothing right here that says we can't shout and lift up the name of the Lord and praise Him every single. Every single day. Every single, single service. In fact, if I read my Bible right, 
It actually commands us to do it. Praise ye the Lord. Praise him in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Amen. Go ahead and praise him. Amen. With the timbrel and with the dance. Praise him with the psaltery. Amen. Praise him. Amen. With the loud cymbals. Praise him. Amen. On the high sounding cymbals. Amen. He says, let everything, amen, that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. We said it many times before. Amen. One of the words in Hebrew for praise is shout. And I can't shout quietly. I can't do it. I can't do it. Every once in a while, I got to let something out. Every once in a while, I got to lift my hands and praise God and let Him know, amen, what He is for me in my life. There's nothing that says we can't come in here every service and have an encounter with Almighty God. Amen. And I want us to, I want us to get to that place. Amen. I know there's many of us that are, amen, still isolated and separated and quarantined and all of those things. Amen. And, uh, amen, there's still things that are going on in this world. I know it seems like things are just, you know, when it seems like it's getting better, it just it looks like it's getting worse again. And, amen, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I really don't. Uh, I don't know what next, next week holds. I really don't. Uh, but, I, but I know who holds tomorrow. <laughs> and I know who holds amen. next week. Amen. And I know who's going to take care of us uh, and who's going to take care of our families and, and who's going to take care of this church. And that's my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, amen, no matter where I am, no matter what we're doing, no matter if you're here or there or anywhere, make up in your mind to have an encounter with God every single day of your life. There may come a day where we can't meet here. You, if, if somebody would have told me and you that three months ago, that we're going to close the doors of this church? We laughed at them. I would have. I said, you got to be kidding me, right? We ain't shutting the doors. Look how quickly that changed. What are you going to do if you can't come here? What are you going to do if you can't get the pastor? Are you going to be able to have an encounter with God? Are you going to be able to feel the presence of God? Are you going to be able to, to get where you need to be at with God on your own? Come on. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised, amen, that this place won't be closed down another day. We're not promised that it's not going to get worse before it gets better. We're not promised that something else ain't going to come next year or next month or whenever the case may be. Amen. Are you in a place in your life where you can have a true encounter with God? God can speak to you and you can speak to Him. I mean, stand to your feet if you're able to stand. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray with us just for a moment tonight and... Lead us in a moment of prayer, and uh, if you need something from the Lord, if you need a relationship with Him, if you need a touch with Him, if, uh, uh, if you need an encounter with Him tonight, amen, I want to invite you just to open up your hearts and open up your life tonight to Him. Amen. He is everything that we have need of tonight. Amen. As Jacob said, he was in that place, he said, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. I can say here tonight, amen, with just a few of us in this house, amen, that surely the presence of, of the Lord is in this place. 
surely, amen, there is a, there is a presence, there is an anointing, there is a power, amen, of the Holy Spirit in this place tonight. I can feel him down on the inside, uh, amen, welling up to the inside. As Brother Bubba was preaching this morning, amen, I began to feel the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost begin to move and speak, amen, as he, he's talking about, amen, Jesus, our hope, uh, amen, he's our only hope, amen, and, and uh, I begin to think about just how good Jesus has been to me, amen, there's a, there's a presence, there's a power, amen, there's an anointing in my life tonight, uh, amen, there's also a hunger and a desire, amen, to get into the presence of God and have an encounter with Him. Dear Heavenly Father, God, tonight as we come into this place, God, as we get ready to leave this place, and God, as we get ready, God, to, to move on, God, of, God, into the rest of this Memorial Day weekend, and uh, God, tomorrow, and God, we'll be back here Wednesday night, Lord's willing. But God, we ask you, Father, uh, in this place, God, right here, right now, God, if there's somebody in this house, in this sanctuary, God, if there's somebody, God, that'll be listening to this, Lord, that, uh, that God, uh, they're, they're on the fence, God. They, they seem like they're, they got one foot in the door, one foot out the door, God. They, uh, they, they don't quite have uh, fully their heart committed uh, totally to you, God. And, uh, God, they're not looking for an encounter. They're not looking for a touch. They're not looking, God, for, God, your presence in their lives, Lord. But, uh, and maybe, God, there's some out there today, God, that are fighting, God, depression. God, they're fighting, God, a, a struggle, God, tonight. And the struggle's real in their life. And, God, they're facing some things, and they've got questions in their lives, Lord. And they're saying, God, I just want a, a fresh encounter. God, I want a touch of the Lord in my life. God, I pray, God, if there's some out there, Lord, tonight, God, that need to feel your presence, God. Lord, they need to be able to say, surely the Lord is in this place. Uh, God, and I know it. Uh, I feel it. Uh, uh, God, I understand it. God, I, I want, uh, God, more of your spirit. God, and more of your presence and more of your encounter in my life. God, I pray, God, that you would touch them, God, right where they're at. God, as we, God, pray, God, lift up our hearts and our hands to you, God. We know that you'll answer, God, our prayer, God, to draw near, God, God draw closer, God, to you. Father, I ask you, Lord God, once again... God, as we go through this time, God, we know that there is, uh, uh, there's a lot of news and there are a lot of numbers and there are a lot of things going on out there right now. God, and they say the numbers are getting worse. And uh, God, we know, Lord, also that, uh, God, you're in control of this thing. God, and we ask you, Lord, God, to touch our families. God, touch this church. God, touch our church members, God, and be with them, God. We pray for protection, God, and for healing, God, upon them, Lord, that, uh, God, that you be with us, God, as, as people begin to get out and move and go about it, their lives again. God, we ask, God, for your protective touch and, and uh, to be upon our lives, God. And, uh, God, we don't want to see anybody else sick. God, anybody else have to go through this, Lord, and uh, uh, face this dreaded disease, Lord. And we just ask, God, that you would end this thing, God, Lord, according to your timing, your perfect plan, your perfect will, uh, God, and just continue, God, to help us. God, to draw closer, God, and nearer, God, to you. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's all give the Lord a hand clap tonight. I tell you, like the brother said, he's worthy of our praises. He inhabits our praises. Uh, I think the word even goes as far, if you don't praise, praise ye the Lord, he'll raise up the stones. Stone's out in that parking lot of praising if you don't praise him. You know, I tell you, he's with us all the time. He's with us wherever we go. And surely tonight, surely he was in this place tonight. I felt him. I felt him. I know, I know you felt him as well. He was in your homes tonight, those of you joining us on, on YouTube. He was with you as well. I know you felt him as well. 
The brother brought forth the message tonight. I tell you that we all needed that. We all needed that. How many times have you missed your blessing? How many times have I missed my blessing? How many times have I just took for granted that you just take it on the chin whenever a trouble may come or whatever your situation is? How many times have we failed to remember that he's with you always? He's with you. He's with you always. I know I've, I'm guilty of it. I'll raise my hand. I'm guilty of it. I think we all, if we all would be honest with ourselves, we would all say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, for not, for not recognizing that you're with me. If you're a child of God, he's with you always. He's right there, right? You got him in your heart, right? Well, thank y'all for coming tonight. I know, I know, I've been blessed tonight. I know you've you felt it as well. Is there anybody that needs special touch tonight? Special prayer? Any any others that need special prayer tonight? Let's all stretch our hands towards Brother Jimmy right there and ask him, ask brother, ask him to touch Brother Jimmy. Lord, we ask you to touch his diabetes. Lord, we ask you to touch his family, save his family right now. Lord God, we're believing upon your name, Lord. Lord, we're believing upon your name, Lord Jesus. God, thank you right now, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, Brother Chris, I want to ask you tonight to dismiss us word of prayer. Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.